Welcome to the Infinitely Aligned Podcast with Emily Whiteside, a space dedicated to helping you elevate your next level income, impact, and confidence. This is for the babe who loves wine just as much as she loves green juice, who is ready to dive into all things manifestation, spirituality, and is unapologetic about what she desires and is ready to go get it. It's time for you to step into your power, manifest your life, and become infinitely aligned. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Infinitely Aligned podcast. My name, of course, is Emily Whiteside, and I am your host. And today we have an amazing, beautiful, and radiant guest with us. Her name is Patia. Patia, right? And she is a coach and a mentor, and she's super high vibe, super positive. We just did a podcast episode on her podcast, and it was so good. So I'm so excited to introduce you today. Thank you for being a guest. Thank you so much for having me. I was like, oh my gosh, I love this intro. Can we like record it for my podcast? Like being radiant and positive while I was just telling you about like my meltdown in the morning. Yes. It comes, it comes in ways. Like there are days that you are feeling like, listen, my heart is so filled with gratitude. And every single day I just journal about what I'm thankful for. It helps me remember where I'm coming from, who I am and where I'm going. But there are just days that it's just like all like, just like grows in you. I was like, I just got to let it out. And it's like a lot of gremlin, you know, that you fight after midnight. (laughs) Yep. I totally, (laughs) totally resonate with that. That is so funny. It is. It's like some days you're just human and you can have your human experiences, but internally we're these spiritual goddesses that manifest everything. So it's both of both worlds there. Um, Before we start the podcast, I always ask my guests, what is one thing you have manifested recently and what's one human moment you've had recently? Oh my gosh. You know, human moment. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, you know, like right in that human moment was like, just like when I was leaving today for, you know, my, uh, for my meetings in the morning and my boyfriend, just like when he saw like how tense I was, he just held me tight. And that was when I could really feel like such a deep connection and understanding. And I just felt like so melting and trusting. And it will go back to that. Um, He would be my biggest manifestation of my life, you know, manifesting and attracting the love of my life after all the toxic relationships. But the most recent would be Bali. You know, I like Bali was kind of my dream. But the funny thing, it's like I didn't even know that. Bali started like showing up in my life and I didn't know it was Bali. It's so interesting. So, for example... A couple of years ago, I wanted to start attracting the love of my life. So I was like, you know, asking Uncle Google, like, uh, like couple, like a couple goals and happy relationships. And I was looking for pictures because I'm a visual person. So I wanted to like create a vision board and, and working on those things. And one of the couples, it just really drew my attention because of beautiful pictures of 
rice fields, like everything was green, beautiful red flowers there. And you could see only just the back, like men and women together. She has beautiful blue dress on her. And I didn't know it was Bali, but I saved it as my screensaver on my computer. And then last year, I was uh, teaching group meditations and hypnosis here in Las Vegas in a healing center, just like, you know, here and there on the weekends. And uh, I, I wanted to be that part of who I am and what I'm building because I truly believe in hypnosis, meditation, NLP, and really all those tools to level our life and align with our purpose. So I Again, I go Google. I, I I Google for like girl meditating in nature. I just love nature. Like when I'm not like coaching my clients or recording or being like host like guest on other people's podcasts, I'm always in nature. I'm like hiking with my dog and my boyfriend. I'm in a park. I'm in a water. Like always nature. You know. I love so, that. I, I, I typed in girl meditating and there's just a girl with brown hair. You cannot see her face. So I can imagine it's me, you know, again, like the couple I did. I print out the picture, put it on my wall. And then I realized when I, um, you know, like a year later that it was Bali too. So it's so funny. And then even more recently in April, I was hosting a live event for women here in Las Vegas called to Men for More because we just are Men for More. Oh, yes. Most of the time, we are just not loving it. We don't know what that more is. And even when we know, we don't know how to live it now. Mm-hmm. So I was hosting this beautiful event and one of our speakers were doing Instagram live on her stories and one of her followers was from Bali and we connected because she's a founder of school for, you know, uh, underprivileged, disadvantaged kids. They're teaching them English so they can have a better future. So I connected with her and it's just all of those pieces just clicked together and I'm like, I want to go to Bali, but it wasn't that feeling like I want to go on beach and put my like feet up and, you know, like sipping on back then I was drinking. Now I'm not even drinking. So I would be sipping on coconut water, you know, but uh, it was just like, I know I'm meant to go there. I just don't know why. And I couldn't shut up about it. Like, oh, honey, did you see this picture of Bali? Oh, did you see this jungle? And he got so tired that he was like, okay, let's go to Bali, but let's make it business. I'm like, great. So we decided to host a retreat there like two, like two or three months before. And I'm like, let's do it on 11-11 because I just love alignment. So I decided like in, in August, we're like, okay, let's do a retreat in like beginning of November. So we have like two and a half months, but that's how I do everything. When I get inspired idea, I don't know how, I don't know why, but I just go and I do it. So that was like my biggest manifestation because it was magical. It was amazing. I got like so many downloads that I know that some of them are just like a tip of the iceberg and I know it will keep unfolding. So we end up one month in Bali hosting our flow and fire retreat to align with your purpose. And really I did like childhood trauma healing with our participants, connecting with their present and building the future, giving them strategies and objectives. It was so amazing. Plus we were teaching English to the kids. So I I gave them my old laptop, you know, and, and we bought some bags, brought them some gifts. I, 
made for them um, custom shirts meant for more. So I have like videos of the kids saying you're meant for more. And it just, it's like, it's undescribable girls. So that's, I know it was super long. <laughs> no, I loved all of that. It's just like really incredible. And the point of the story is that when you get inspired idea, I get them usually in shower. So I had to buy a shower notes for those who don't have it. Buy it on Amazon. It's like $8 shower notes. You need it because I almost kill myself. Like I get an idea, you know, either I am on a hike and I don't have my phone on me and I cannot take notes, you know, or I'm in a shower and I'm like, naked running out for a paper for a pen yep, and grabbing oh, my phone I do that yes. too so you get to get like shower notes like the best like thing ever and so most of my ideas for my live event for my podcast for retreat I just get an inspired idea I just write it and then I'm like I have no idea how well I do it. I'm scared as heck because it's not like I have all my stuff together and I'm just like go and next 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 adventure I get inspired idea on how can I help even deeper and even more women because I work only with women guys. Sorry. Like my boyfriend is the only one who gets my attention. Yeah. Same. I, coach, I can connect you with Chris, but I'm not, I'm not, I can do it. I did it in my past and it doesn't turn me on. It doesn't light me like yeah. it just doesn't light me up and I'm not doing any more of the things that doesn't light me up because I think it's super selfish to say yes to the things that are not heck yes, because there are people, women or guys who can take care of you who are like, oh my God, you're my dream client. If you're not my dream client, like millennial woman who knows that it's meant for more and she's just not living it yet, her purpose, you're not my person, sorry. Yeah, I'm the same way, yeah. And it's important too, because it's like taking, money is so energetic and if you're gonna take money from someone to help them, but you don't actually want to, and it's not a hell yes, you're attaching that intention to money. So not a very good thing. But thank you for sharing so much about your retreat and your story. I love that so much. How did you, I guess, start with coaching and start with like retreats? What kind of put you on this path? It's it's such a beautiful question and I love it. So thank you so much for asking because, you know, as we mentioned on, um, you know, on, on my podcast, it's, the thing is that sometimes when people look at us in where we are right now, they would never guess when we are coming from. So when people look at me now and I'm, you know, doing the live events, retreat, traveling the world, and I have my TV show here in Las Vegas too, and I really love being a mindset coach and business coach for women, but it has been this way always. You know, I, I used to, like you, struggle with confidence, body image. 18 years of eating disorder, attempt of suicide, you know, depressions, anxiety, toxic relationships, and really not seeing the worth of me. And it all goes back into, again, childhood traumas, thinking that I even shouldn't be here. My mom, I was an accident, okay? I was my mom's first experience after two years dating my dad. She got pregnant after first intimate, like, encounter with him and so me in my little head I decided I shouldn't be here I was an accident my mom could have a better life if I wouldn't be here and never in a million years she was thinking about not having me like when she found out she's pregnant she was like she, she's like all in 
but it's the story that I have created about myself. Mm. So that was like running my life in the back of my head and all of my decisions. So I was suffering up until age 28, depressions, anxiety, bulimia, and I just got to the point when I didn't want to live again. I just didn't. I'm like, if this is it, I don't want to be here. And I just really like fell on my knees. I was crying and I'm like, please, I need help. I need something. So I went again online and I look like, how do you, how do you overcome eating disorder? How do you, how, how you are happy? How do you live happy? How, like, how you overcome depressions. And back then, like eight years ago, it wasn't as easy as it's now when you go on Instagram and you find million of people, million of women talking about it. Eight, 10 years ago, it wasn't this easy. So I couldn't find anything. Luckily, what I found was Louise Hay. And I found her videos about self-love and acceptance. And I just, girl, I binged on it so much for so long. And I started to honestly, like, brainwash myself. Podcasts, motivational videos, journaling. And it seemed like it makes no difference But along with movement, because back then I started to do CrossFit and I was doing CrossFit for three years and I loved it so much and I just couldn't be doing it because the trainings were at 6 a.m. Oh, geez. No, I can't do it. (laughs) It wasn't just that, but I was binging all night and then purging and then I couldn't sleep because I was crying myself to sleep with three hours of sleep doing CrossFit, I wasn't sustainable. So I told myself, okay, just on the days, I was doing it two to three times a week. The CrossFit binging was like seven days a week. Yeah, same, I was there. I'm like, okay, just for the days that I have CrossFit, I just got to be strong. I just need to get some sleep. You know, I was on, on, on sleep pills because I never could sleep. From baby girl, I could never sleep. So I just had like sleeping pills over the counter. Nothing natural wasn't helping back then. So I just took a sleeping pill and I was just like praying myself to sleep just so I can get some rest. So basically to make this shorter, again, long version. But to make <laughs> I love shorter, the long versions. I became coach because I so freaking wish there would be a woman who said, girl, there is hope. You will get through this. This is not it. You're meant for so much more. You matter. You so matter. And this is something that I do now with my clients, with the women on the retreat. I connect them with their future self. I love that. You so need to know that you are worthy, you matter, that you are loved, that you are lovable. All the things that we needed to hear once, now I'm telling my clients, and I I don't want my clients to need me in their life. I'm giving them all the tools, all the strategies, not only how to build themselves, but also their business, because I'm truly attracting leaders into my life. I'm attracting women who want to make a difference, who want made to impact, not just like, I want to feel happy, I want to be healthy, or I want to like attract the love of my life. Those all things are amazing, but the woman that I'm attracting, they're like, I'm here for more. I just get to find like 
get back home. I get to align with who I am, connect with my purpose. So then I can be impacting other people's life in such a bigger way. So I became coach because I needed one and there was no one back then, eight, 10 years ago when I needed it. So I became her. So now I, yeah, I am her for, I work usually with younger women. I have a couple, you know, clients, they're over 40, but they have such a young spirit. You never tell. (laughs) That's amazing. Oh my gosh. I love hearing that. What do you think is like defines leadership? What does that mean to you? Uh, to like leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny because it will really go back to you because when I was back in my corporate job, you know, I was working as an office manager and I had three girls like under me and it was so like confusing and frustrating for me because like I wasn't leader for myself. I wasn't aligned with who I am. I didn't know how to communicate effectively. So I learned that when you can learn how to be a leader for yourself and your life, then you can walk the talk and lead Mm -hmm. others. You get to start with you no matter what you are doing, because once you do, you're leading by example. And that's the kind of leader I really want to be. I don't want to be just like telling you what to do. Look at me. Look at me and I will give you all the strategies, but I'm living it. I'm living proof of it, how to be healthy, happy, and really the the master manifester in your life for anything you want. That is like the most important thing for success is being in integrity with what you say you do. So I know a lot of uh, people struggle because online they look a certain way and They're not like that in everyday life. And I have met people who are online entrepreneurs and I think that they're one way because the way that they preach about it. And then I see them in regular everyday life and they're cold and they're just completely opposite. And it's like, that's not being in integrity. So it's super important that if you want to be a leader and you want to be able to lead people, you have to lead yourself first. Absolutely. I love it. And yeah, I had that experience too in the past, you know, that I, um, I was following women entrepreneurs online that I met them in person. I'm like, what? And that's why, you know, I'm so like, what do you see? It's what do you get? And you know, what's funny. And I love it so much because I had some girls that I met, you know, at at events, you know, that I attended and they've been following me before. And they're like, oh my God, you're so much better in person than online. I'm like, that's good thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) That is a good thing. Yeah. But because, you know, I was like, what am I doing online that doesn't feel like me? And I had a the friend that I connected in Bali, we stayed with her for a couple of weeks and she was like, oh my God, you are so much more fun in person. And I'm like, why? I'm not fun online. And she was like, well, you are like a professional woman, you know, like you are so serious. I was like, well, I guess that's a good thing to be professional, but I need to be more fun. So after that, she told me that. And it was like independently on it. I just, when we were in Bali, I just like, 
I let out the little girl, you know, and uh, there was like a swing, but listen, that swing was maybe for like three years old. It was like a little mini tire. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. We gotta like play with it. And my boyfriend, he took a video of me, like how am I like on it? And I fall and I'm like, I couldn't stop laughing and I posted it on my Instagram because I'm I like, saw that. Yeah. yeah. And you see like, that's who I am. I, I love being seen as professional because I want to get stuff done. I'm right. no BS around. Like I'm here. I'm very loving, very nurturing, but also no BS around. I need to get you aligned with who you are and living your purpose so you can really create the impact and income you want. And if I'm too sweet and too nice, girl, nobody will listen. But I don't want to look like so serious that people cannot connect with my humanness. Right. I'm like, what can I do? And then I, uh, my boyfriend did this video. So I, girl, I had to put my ego on the side. That was a tough one because you look silly. I am there like half naked in my bikini and not in my like summer bikini ideal body that I would like to see myself. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I got to get over myself. And that's what happens when we get over ourselves, when we show as we really are, that's when people really connect with our humanness. And they're like, oh my gosh, she's crazy, but I like her kind of crazy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like, you can be so picture perfect and everybody thinks it's like, I get this question all the time. Like when I'm bringing on new clients and they're like, should I start a website? Should I, you know, get professional pictures? And I'm like, that stuff is great, but it's not necessary to build a business. I've built a business without the professional pictures, without the website, just being myself and connecting to people. And the people who learn how to connect genuinely to other people are the ones who succeed because they're being a human and they're connecting with you. It's like, you know, I've bought in so many programs when I was just building my business and half of those people, I or more than half of those people, I didn't create a connection with. So it's like, I'm not going to buy again from them. But the people who I did create connection with, I want to be in their life more. I want to show up for them more. So it's really important to show up in, you know, as yourself and unapologetically be that. It's so fun too. It's like freeing in a way. Absolutely. And that's like two years ago when I, um, I did an exercise back then with my mentor about core values. And once I realized what are my core values, what really I do I stand for and what I don't stand for, mm-hmm. I let go. It was scary as heck, but I let go of my five-year relationship that was not going anywhere. I let go of my first business, social media marketing management. I let go of the clients and it wasn't zero. There is never starting from zero because you grow, but I like, it it felt that way, you know, Mm -hmm. but when I became unapologetic, this is me, this is who I am. I either want to attract or repel people in my life by the way I'm being that's when everything started to fall into the place. That's when I find the love of my life. That's when I attracted my dream clients that I love working with, you know, women who are like my soul sisters, like any of them you can ask, like you will wake them in the midnight, you will ask about me. And they're like, she's like my sister. 
Yeah, it's that's so amazing. beautiful. And I wouldn't be able to do that if I wouldn't align with who I really am and become really unapologetic and check in with my core values because you know it's it's funny we talk about it before, but my core values, one of them it's integrity. Yeah, integrity, generosity, always growing and loyalty. Like I have four core values and those are non-changeable, non-negotiable for me. So if you don't have them, you're not in my inner circle. You're not my client. You're not around me. And it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that we don't align with our core values. Absolutely. Yeah. I read, um, I can't remember what the book was, but I had to just end the five-year relationship and I, you know, that relationship was good, but it wasn't great. It wasn't passionate. It wasn't what I wanted. So, you know, I left that relationship. I moved back to my hometown and I worked for that year on just like my core values and what my four core values were and living that in my everyday life. And then I manifested the boyfriend that I have now who meets all of those four core values and we have a lot of passion and a lot of fun together. But um, in doing that too is where I got my soulmate clients. And that's where, you know, I just let go of the things that weren't serving me. I was a fitness coach before I was a business coach. You too. Yeah. So I, you know, I just fell out of alignment with that. I loved, you know, I love fitness, but it wasn't, if I kept doing it, work became work. And that's something that like I never, passion was one of my four core values. And that's not passionate to me to quote unquote work. I don't want to live like my parents did. I don't want to have to go to a job from eight to seven o'clock at night every single day. Um, So in doing that, you know, I've manifested this business and my dream clients and I'm on my own schedule and my boyfriend's on his own schedule. So it's just, it's super awesome to have that freedom. And it's so prevalent today. Like you have choices today. And I love that. Yeah. Same here. Same, you know, with us, we both are coaches. So we work on our own schedule. That's why we can go like one month in Europe, one month in Bali, be wherever we want. And it's so amazing because this morning I was telling my grandma that, Nowadays, we do have the choices. She was born in Second World War, so she didn't have the choices that we have nowadays, but I truly appreciate them. I am thankful for them. I don't take anything for granted, and I'm so blessed to be living in a times that we are living. It's literally the best time to be alive and to be like working in because we literally get to create. I mean, I was listening, I can't remember what it was, but I was listening to something and they were like, they were talking about the law of attraction and they were saying something along the lines of well, what about people who, you know, don't have a choice, people who are not from this country who don't have the freedom, like women don't have rights in some countries. And, you know, they were like, I was just thinking how grateful that I am to have been born here in the U.S. with all of the freedom and then the internet is booming and it's just an amazing, amazing time we live in. Yes, we are. And also one of my beliefs is that we choose. We choose our parents. We choose how, where we come in for our purpose for this lifetime. You know, so I am super grateful to be who I am, where I am. And also I truly believe that we choose even before we are born. I believe that too. I totally do. 
Um, I actually read this book, Signs, I believe it was. And from I can't remember the, the lady who wrote it, but she speaks a lot about that and about how we were, you know, born as this into this human, but we're spiritual energy and that takes with us for the other lives too. So we get to choose, you know, how we live that life and where we choose to go. So that's, I'm happy that I didn't come out as like a fly or like an ant because... <laughs> If I I'm find so grateful. any other form, I want to be my dog. <laughs> yes, same. My dog has the life. Literally, he's so spoiled. But I'm always, every time like I smush a bug and I feel bad for killing bugs. Oh, I tell them I'm sorry. I know. I tell them I'm, you know, normally it's so funny because with my boyfriend, unless you're a mosquito, I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> like it's it's you or me, like yeah. One of us, it's going to be. But if it's like a, um, if it's just like a spider or something, or we just take it out, we take it out, and if we get to kill it because it's like a, a fly that wouldn't let us sleep. We try to open a window, let it out. But if it's mosquito and it's in our bedroom, yeah. I'm always like, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, you though, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I always think about when I'm like. I, I, I would like to say that I let them free, but I live in an apartment complex and it's not so easy to get outside. So I'm like, Oh, sometimes I just smush them, especially if it's in the, in the nighttime and stuff, which is not good. I have to stop doing that. Actually, I don't kill them. I asked my boyfriend to take care of it. <laughs> blame it on your boyfriend. Poor yes, guy. I'm going to blame it on my boyfriend because he's the one who always kills it. I'm like, you should have, after he kills it, I'm like, you should have taken it out. Why did you kill it? No, my boyfriend, he takes them out, but we're in a house here in Las yeah. Vegas. So. Yeah, it's a little bit, but cockroaches. Oh my God. When I lived in the South, cockroaches were, they're yeah. not living. If I, if I find a cockroach crawling across my floor, it's dead. <laughs> I cannot. I hate cockroaches. They're like, oh, they're coming out now. Oh God, <laughs> is coming out. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Well, do you have any last words of wisdom to share? Yeah, please let's shoot through the cockroaches. We don't want to leave the audience with that image. <laughs> right. Right. So let's not do that. Let's all visualize like a beautiful white sand beach. Yeah. And like just that. like. Imagine like laying there, the temperature is just perfect oh. and you are so connected with who you are. You're feeling so on purpose. And that's one thing that I really want to remind you. You are perfectly made for your purpose. The okay. way you are, the way you think, the way you experience, the way you feel, you don't feel too much. You don't think too much. You're not too much or too little. Because you cannot say the wrong thing to right people. My boyfriend, he will let me be the five-year-old one who is, has the tantrum, whatever you call it, <laughs> or the business badass boss babe who is speaking to 80 women on her first life event. Like, whatever it is, I'm being loved for who I am. And that's something that anyone truly deserves, to be themselves. So... One thing that I really want to leave them with, it's truly remember that you're perfectly made for your purpose, just the way you are. You can always change. You can always choose again. And make sure that you're surrounded with people who love you for you, people who don't want to change you. And if you don't have it, just create it, you know, hire yourself a mentor, listen to the podcast like these from Emily, or just go to the Facebook groups like 
Emily has a Facebook group. I have a Facebook group, Unapologetically Abundant Women, where I have only high vibe women, no drama, only women who wants each other to rise. So be surrounded with those who believe in you, even when you don't, even when you have a meltdowns at 7 a.m. <laughs> yes, I have a lot of meltdowns. Um, especially in the mornings when I have to wake up early and I don't want to wake up early. But thank you so much. That was absolutely beautiful. I love that so much. Where can people go into your energy? Where can they find you? Share all the good stuff that people need to know. So the funnest part, I would say, is my Instagram because I'm always on my Instagram stories. I'm always, you know, like there um, daily posting. And then my Facebook group, I'm, you know, doing free coaching there, connecting on much deeper level, Unapologetically Abundant Woman or Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm all about embracing who we really are and attracting the abundance we really deserve. I love that so much. And I can totally feel it from your energy. It's just so genuine, but so high vibe. And I love it. So go check her out. Go join her group. Listen to her podcast because she's absolutely amazing. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being on here today. Thank you so much, Emily, for having me. And not just that, because that's a huge honor, but also for the work you're creating, girl. Like keep shining because the world needs you right back at you. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening to this episode today. If you liked it, make sure that you take a screenshot of the episode and tag both of us in it because we love to hear from you guys and we'll send you some love right back. Thank you so much and we'll catch you in the next episode.